Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver, I am but one half of your hosting duo. With me today is my co-host Robin. Hey Robin. Hi. And today we are going to be recapping E1, the first event of the year of Empire LARP. Uh, so this is the winter summit, this is the first event of the year, and we've had eight months off of LARP. Um, so there's a few bits of housekeeping that uh, I'd like to go over before we start uh, our recap. Uh, first of all, during the long dark, we had uh, we had many amazing guests on. Um, I just want to say a big thank you to all our guests that came on, uh, made our long dark uh, a, a, a lot more bearable. Uh the the people that we've had on were obviously uh some of them were were friends of ours some of them were people we'd interacted with um in a smaller in a small kind of amounts over uh the previous year some some of these people we had never met at all um and every single one of you was just uh was just amazing um informative and fun uh and great great guests and probably one of my highlights for this event is seeing you all on the field um, and talking to you, and it feels like we've got like this this cool big family now to have into roll. Yeah, definitely, it was incredible getting to actually, um, like you just said, see people in the field and interact with them in a way that we hadn't done before, and it was really wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the second point I want to bring up as we're talking about the the podcast itself is we uh, we got to speak to some really cool listeners uh, this time round. Um, a lot of them were. Uh, you know, I think, I think pretty much most of the listeners came up like out of character or had a little bit out of character to mo- a moment as well, because obviously, you know, we, we, we love hearing that people uh, listen to the stuff, you know, that's what keeps us doing it. But obviously, as long as it doesn't interfere with any, any game, we had some, uh, it was really cool listening to uh, stories from new players as well. Yeah. Um, there was a, there was a few, especially because, a lot of them had had come up and said, "Hey, I listen to you know, I listen to your stuff." Um, not all of them were in Dawn either. That's no. that's the one thing that was uh, quite impressive, you know. So that you know, and, and they would they would come and say, "Hey, you know, I listen to your stuff," um, and then hearing what they'd gotten up to as well was really really inspiring. You know, we we spoke to one new player who actually was in Dawn. And they spoke to us at the end of the event and they were like, like, did you have fun? They went, yeah, I did a ritual. I did this, I did that. And they did all this stuff and they just threw themselves into it, which I really loved seeing. Um, There was also a, uh, I want to give a shout out to a couple of them because there was a couple that came all the way from Idaho, USA uh, (laughs) to to Empire (laughs) LARP. They joined the march. It's a lovely, a lovely husband and wife couple um that we that we spoke to came over especially for empire um and i well if you're listening i hope i hope you i hope you enjoyed your weekend and i hope you'll come back because that was that was just that was incredible to hear someone had make that much that much of an effort to come over to try it and i really hope it was i hope it was worth their time and i hope they had a blast yeah i definitely want to hear some stories from from, from that to see actually what happened with their game because we only got to see them very briefly and they seem to go off and do some pretty, pretty great things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thirdly, uh, when, uh, in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll say this now. I, I'll, I'll just, uh, just as a, uh, a, a caveat or reminder to p- people that haven't, uh, haven't tried the LARP before and have it or, or about to jump in this year. 
Um, if you're listening to kind of our stories, whether it's us or whether it's uh, whether it's uh, Mark and his friends at Hat Films, their stories, or it's like Ian and Dave at the LARP Noobs, you're hearing these stories. Just just like obviously enjoy the stories, but remember that everybody's LARP experiences are going to be different. So you're not you're not going to have the same. LARP experience as as us you're not going to yeah. as in you're not going to play through the same storylines and things like that that we have you know you're going to and that's one of the best things about LARPing uh, especially Empire LARP is that you are a hero in your own story and it is going to be completely different from everybody else's there so yeah by by all means enjoy the stories that we're telling but uh yeah don't don't uh Try, yeah, tr tr try to understand that it's it's when when you get to the event, you're going to pa pave your own way, you know, and it's going to be it's going to be a different story for you, and that's awesome because it's going to be individual. Yeah, exactly. And those stories, it would be wonderful to hear all those stories that everybody has actually gone through because everyone's story is so different at Empire, and like you said, that's just what makes it so unique and so so great to hear. Yeah, um, and one so one one last bit before we get before we jump into the recap. Uh, so we are no longer new players. Uh, so, uh, the experience, so obviously we're not going to be telling this from a new, new player perspective. We've, we're not veteran players, I would say, but we are, cause we've, we've done one year, but we've done four events. However, now, uh, and we came into it very like newbie-ish last year. Yeah. Um, we came in very underprepared from like a plot standpoint. Uh, but now we're actually getting into, parts of the game that we can't be too specific on <laughs> because it is <laughs> ongoing storyline that we so just bear that in just just uh, bear with us that we will have to like we'll have to skirt around details and things like that because we don't want to be interfering with details of ongoing plot yeah no definitely um especially the type of games that we have gotten into this time which um we're well we're going to go into so yeah E1, how is how is your uh, how are you feeling about E1 at the minute? I'm, I'm still I'm still feeling tired actually. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> feeling tired from it. Um, we'll we'll go into I mean so that this we're probably going to be doing two or three parts. Uh, funnily enough, a lot of what happened to us this this event was on the Saturday. Um, so most of the most of the episodes that we'll do on this event are going to take place on the Saturday. I had a just in general to answer your question, I had a great uh, at the time of my life anyone <laughs> specifically <laughs> on that Saturday. Do we do we want to kick off then with with uh, Thursday Thursday then? Yeah, yeah. Let's kick off with Thursday and um, yeah, just just get into it. I guess first of all for Thursday. Before we actually go into that, one of the things that we did a little bit differently this time was we tried to be a lot more organized for our first event. And we did this by making sure that we had the very put together to pack list, to buy list, to do list. And we were really being careful with that this time. And Oliver actually was able to put together a nice video going through all of this before we did our first event and um, before we did the, the first event of this year, which I think made a bit of a difference this time. Yeah, no, the packing list is, uh, the, the packing list is, is so, uh, well, essential is, is the only word I can, yeah. I can, <laughs> I can use. And funnily enough, I actually, I, I spent more time making the, uh, packing video, which I'll put 
there we go i'll put i'll put it up there somewhere uh so i yeah i did a a a short video on uh, just our packing list and it was funny because there were there were times at the event and i'm like why didn't i pack more of this pack more of that and i'm just like the irony of me (laughs) telling everyone what to pack um it wasn't it was didn't actually end up being a a packing list video because typical youtube you just want to get people clicking uh it's actually a list of questions you know so i I didn't want to be like take specifically this because everyone's going to take different stuff so it's actually a list of questions um basically prompting you to 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 make sure that you're going to be packing something that you need uh but yeah no we were pretty organized head heading off heading down it was so weird after eight months heading into that driving into that campsite and it was like i mean it it might be just it's a sign of age it happens to everyone right but it honestly felt like we were driving down i was like it feels like we were here yesterday no it really did feel like that when we were heading in and especially when we um started taking stuff out the van started getting ready to set up and i was wandering around and i just felt like oh i'm back home now and i've just been here but no it's been eight months (laughs) Yeah, you've got you've got a list of things because I'm I'm gonna jump in and start talking. But you've literally got a list of things that in the order that we did them to keep me right. So what did we do? We, <laughs> we 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 got there Thursday and then we went straight off to do like content creator stuff, right? Yeah. So we we headed in and we were able to start getting our tent and everything pitched up. Got the van moved. All all, all of the all of the, the usual stuff that we do when we we're first heading in, and then we had to rush straight off. Um. A little bit late because someone had to come find us and we headed off to do some great content creator stuff we went off to meet steve from hefty yeti as we were part of his new player makeover and yeah we got to go off and do that to start off with um we said at the start there's certain things we can't go into so much and this is the first of them we can't quite go into all the details of this just yet not until all that content comes out but that will be out there'll be a full video of everything that we did but essentially we had to go and kit out a brand new player we had a budget and we had to get everything that they would need for their base kit at anvil just showcasing all the stalls and all the things that were actually there and yeah it was a lot of fun yeah like like robin said we won't won't go into detail because the the videos uh will be up on steve's channel but i actually had a blast i mean i i could (laughs) i honestly am considering a career in personal shopping because (laughs) because that because that came so so naturally to me no, it really did. I think you were in your element, especially when we started getting into certain shops and everything. You were just, you were just all about the color matching and everything. You found some amazing things. You knew exactly what you were looking for. Yeah, yeah. I kind of stood there and watched. Yeah, well, the the the, <laughs> the, 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 the budget was like two hundred quid. I don't think you mind yeah. saying that. So the budget was two hundred quid. Uh, and honestly, like I was actually surprised, even though we were like, right, the idea was to be like, oh, you can get everything on on site you know and i was prepared to be like okay this might actually be a bit more challenging we're going to try and make it look as easy as possible but it was the opposite it was actually it was so easy easy to do uh and honestly at the end of it i was like i think i spent more than 200 pound on my first kit before i came to my first event and it wasn't as good as this like that's i was like what 
Um, I think I think the main again, like you, you'll see the, see the actual video, but this like from from so my uh, yeah my opinion on it, um, which you probably won't see in Steve's uh, video, is that when you're shopping for another person, it's way easier to just go for essentials, right? So you just go yeah. right, okay, you want you want good trousers, you want a good thing. We we managed to get some real good uh, staples in that costume mm -hmm. for two hundred quid. Whereas when you're shopping for yourself and you have a character in mind, you're like. Oh no, I want to spend, I'm like, oh, what do I need? Oh, I really want this staff that's all pretty, you know, and I'll spend 170 pounds on this staff. Yep. And now I've got <laughs> like, you know, 30 quid left in my budget to buy everything else. Like it's, it's, that's the type of thing you do when you're buying for yourself. But when you're buying for someone else, it's like, oh no, no you can actually do it. You just get drawn by the, oh yeah, I just want that specific thing that isn't, because that's the thing when we were shopping, we were like, okay, we were thinking, right, is this can have broad appeal, you know, so that this is a long sleeve shirt, that means it's going to be good in summer, winter, it's a good base layer, it's plain, it's a good base layer, blah, 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 you know, it's going to be good if you decide to go to another LARP, you can use this in another LARP, it's not so specific, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, whereas like you said, if you're shopping for yourself, you're just like, oh, this is pretty, I yeah. mean, it's not that practical, but it looks cool, I'll, I'll, I'll spend all my money on this, and I'm sure I'll find a cheap pair of trousers near the, the event, and you, you never do. Yeah, so so <laughs> when, when Steve, um, when Steve gets gets those uh, gets that gets that video released, I'll put all the I'll stick all the information in the yeah definitely. in the episode description. Um, as long as he gets out, hurry up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So so after that, we were able to head back, carry on our unpacking, and we were actually able to head over to the games operation desk or or God because it was open a bit early and we were able to go and um yeah get some get get our our cool character packs which were super cool this event actually i was really excited for for getting them um because yeah we did some pretty awesome stuff during downtime we were what we, we went do? along hmm? what did we do during downtime we went to brocaliad we did is that all the information you were giving? It's all the information. <laughs> the information no, yeah, we went to Brick Elliot and we were we were a part of the group that were able to go mm. and see a Balorn Heart. And I believe both our characters actually decided to go right yeah. to the heart and get some cool information. Yeah, so the, yeah, this this game was or the, sorry, this uh, this event was very much focused around uh it would it seem to be a big focus of the event because so many people went to Prokeliand and we uh yeah we, we had both gotten lots of herbs from there and we got chaos basically everyone who went got these chaos fruits which became yeah. like <laughs> yeah so they, they were these fruits that were growing in the forests of Prokeliand uh and they all did different things so when when you got them in your pack they had descriptions of what they looked like uh what they would smell like and taste like if you ate them and obviously on the inside is the actual details uh but once you've opened it that means you've eaten it right so people were like but obviously there's rumors going around you go oh yeah some of them will kill you so you know just insta death you know some of them uh are powerful healing some this that the other and there was all these different types uh but there was uh if you had a forest as a resource, you can plant these uh, chaos fruits and then they will produce more chaos fruits later yeah. on, right? So so everyone <laughs> who went to Prokelia and got a chaos fruit, but then it became like a massive, it was like a Pokemon trading card game, wasn't it? Because everyone then <laughs> yeah. started collecting all the chaos fruits. Some people were interested in them, some people weren't, we weren't particularly, but that was a strong theme. This event was these damn chaos fruits. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because the um the, the fruits themselves, there were 12 different types of them. And you had to have, I think it was five different types to plant into the garden. So yeah, everybody's like, you know, but they didn't really know which ones they had. They just had the sort of description. So all you could hear was people being like, does your smell of apples or strawberries? Is it this or is it that? Yeah. And then just... Yeah, all this trading going on. Yeah, was, we, was quite we fun. yeah, spoilers. We got rid of ours relatively quickly because um, we weren't that we, we weren't that interested. In them. Even even when I heard about them from like the winds, uh, and I heard we were all getting these chaos fruits, I was like, I'll probably just eat mine. And then when I found out they could die, and then I didn't raise how sought after they were going to be because I thought they were just going to be like potions, um, but they were very sought after. So, but what happened was that people, as the weekend went on, people started figuring out what was you know from the descriptions which fruit they were so at first everyone was just like any fruit i'll buy any any of the fruit um and by like sunday people were like oh yeah i've got two of those oh yeah i've got one oh yeah which one is it is it the fuzzy and strawberry one or is it the smooth and strawberry one and it's like oh that's the one i need you know so uh you were actually better off just just getting rid of them straight of the weekend um yeah and that there's, pro there's probably players as well that didn't come to e1 that do have those fruit as well so i think i think you've got like a few summits to get your fruit and plant them in the um and yeah. plant them in your forest you know but neither of us have forests so we were like nah. yeah because you, you you got um i think you traded yours quite quickly didn't you you, you traded yours on the, the yeah, yeah on the friday, well on the friday yeah i mean yeah. We'll, i guess we'll talk about that once we so yeah we got we got a player packs we got some um we had to go back but that's the first ever time as well that we both of us have been asked to come back uh for plot um yeah. i got i got a fair bit of a fair few things obviously i've got like i've got had some ribbons and some and some cool things that you know because nobleness now so I had like a favor <laughs> in there and i had a a special thing which i will talk about from i got spe a special thing from brickelli and i will talk about not in too much depth but i definitely will talk about it as well and then Thursday, it was just it was just kind of having drinks and having fun, right? After that, yeah, basically, yeah, we went around. We saw a lot of friends. We had drinks from one tent to the next tent. Did a lot of catching up, and um, yeah, we did a little bit of shopping, okay. and we just had quite quite a nice evening, really. Um, yeah. We didn't get too drunk on the Thursday. Yeah. We we survived the dangerous Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I, I oh yeah. I also because we I mean we shouted out a couple of new players there. Um, I'll give uh, I'll give a new player a, a friend of ours, uh, Louis, who uh, was a brand new LARPer, brand new uh, to Empire, joined the Imperial Orcs, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we we met him at on the Thursday, and like just it just showed him to the Imperial and how cool the Imperial Orc players are. I was like, you'll be fine. We went in there. We basically just like chucked him in there. And he was, he was, he was, I mean, he was always going to be fine anyway. Um, but yeah. they were so welcoming. They were oh. just like, yeah, instantly, like he found his, um, like this, the same Legion, you know, just like mm -hmm. instantly. And yeah, we could just, I, I just, I was just so confident just knowing that we, we would, we could just walk away and they'll be fine for the weekend, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Cause we, we'd, we'd gone in there and like he'd text me and he was like, you know, like I'm here and this is quite, this was way later on in, in the evening. It was and dark, I remember, like pitch oh, black. Yeah. Pitch black. Um, it was about nine, half nine at night. And he texted me and I was like, where are you? You know, the Imperial Orcs are obviously near like the woods. And I was like thinking, oh, you'd be in the woods. And he was like, yeah, 
I'm near a lot of singing. And it was the way you and I looked to each other and went, he's in the bar. He's in the bar, yeah, he's in the woods. <laughs> and they're like, oh, they're, they're singing Mr. Brightside. And so it was, it, we knew. We, we had we... to follow the sound of Mr. Brightside yeah. so we could find him. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I, I don't know whether it's because our first, ev our first ever event was E1 last year. And obviously then we didn't know a lot of people and we went, what the hell is all this? Um, or, and, and we've just been like, uh, we've just been conditioned from E2, 3 and 4 of how busy and like buzzing the places on Thursdays. Yeah. It just felt a lot quieter uh, because it one, it was cold, like it was really cold. Yeah. Um, two, it was, and, and because it was cold, I don't know whether people were just kind of, a lot of people either just went off site, um, or they just like crowd in one tent, like the dog end or something. Um, but there wasn't a lot of fires going on about and not a lot of people had put their lights up. So the entirety of Amble was just like pitch black, you know? Oh, it was, yeah. I remember walking around with them and being like, Hey, it's not going to be like this tomorrow night because lights aren't up yet fires aren't on and currently we're just stumbling around trying to find find the tents um although at the imperial orcs they they have an awesome fire pit that thing's yeah. huge yeah that, i did not want to leave no no they they hit yeah so in the imperial orc camp which by the way the imperial orc camp i mean i tell you what when we took when we took louis in i was like this is such a good introduction to <laughs> to a camp because the imperial orcs have the best camp they really do, they do. With, the, with the you know they have they have like the railings and it's all thematic and they have the proper entrance and things like that um but yeah they have a big steel like it's like a trough isn't it like it's huge oh yeah mm. yeah like big enough that you could get lots of people around i mean like they, they, they told me a little bit more about that later on in the weekend so we'll go into that then but mm. yeah it's it's huge yeah um yeah, but then we ended up, we, we, we took Louis around to a few places because um, the great thing about this LARP community, everybody connects and everything online first and he'd actually managed to find all different people who he was buying things from. So we, we had a little walk around, showing him around yeah. and then we ended up going to bed, didn't we? We had a few yeah. more drinks and just... Yeah, we, again, it was, it was odd because it was, it was really cold and like it just seemed quite like dawn. There was like two or three campfires going, you know, um, and a lot of them weren't big and kind of roaring enough to, to really like, there was one camp, we went to one campfire in dawn and, and there was about 30 of us, like just, just really trying to oh, yeah, huddle around, <laughs> you know? So yeah, no, I mean, th Thursday's always fun if you can, um, I don't know. I might, I'd like, I might it, honestly next year, I might like rethink it. I might be like, you know, not just turn up on the Friday, but maybe turn up on the Thursday and then go to a, <laughs> go to a hotel or something. You know? I, I saw this meme the other day mm -hmm. and it was talking about people's LARP journeys. And it was like, you know, early on LARP journeys and like this little little tent huddled up together. And then it's like progressing into oh slightly more stuff, mm -hmm. then onto a huge big bell tent and all these different setups and everything. And then veteran um level was there with a backpack being like no we're staying in the hotel stay in the hotel <laughs> well the thing is it's it, it, just for e1 you know just being like come set up your stuff um and then drive off and have like because it's a holiday you know i mean basically at this point it is our holiday so i'm like you know um because when we spoke to neil like one of the days and he was like oh yeah i had a i had a sauna i had a oh. I had, a, <laughs> had a swim and i was like oh that would be good just to just to kick off the weekend then you know get you get get up bright and early head camp 
everything's all set everything's all set out might consider that for just e1 next next year that, that, yeah i might that's a good mm. shout actually yeah. yeah yeah i wouldn't do it for the rest of the events but for e1 yeah because it it was very cool this one yeah well there's the thing with, like when we we came back from the imperial orcs we we went to um we went to see if like the uh like our friends in navarre we went to see if like the the gray woods were about um because like Rayford like showed us that where they were camping and I'm like mm. and we could hear them but they didn't have a fire <laughs> I was like I was like nope <laughs> and so I'm like I'm not, I was like we're gonna freeze so uh yeah we just we just carried on and went to bed I think after that didn't we yeah I think yeah. a lot of people were all just huddled up in tents yeah. and so yeah we went off to bed yeah and, and... It, was, it was cold I can't remember it, apparently so apparently because people the next day were like oh yeah it was actually colder last year um it was a couple of degrees colder it felt colder this year i don't know what it was it felt colder we did have one one malfunction this year as well mm. so over the long dark we hadn't taken our tent out until about a week before e1 um i advise against this so we took it out about a week before e1 and there was a little bit of mold well, we own nothing for waterproofing and we had one day of sunshine so we were like, oh, we'll just wash off those bits and then I'll get some waterproof spray for the event. Yeah, no, our tent wasn't waterproof. So no, we had it was a just, panel yeah. above our bed that wasn't yeah. waterproof and it did leak through when it rained. But it got a little bit damp. We were able to move the bed aside and it was fine for the rest of the event. But luckily there's... LARPers are really helpful and really lovely people. So we got lots of great advice and now we know exactly yeah. what we're going to do before E2. Yeah, luckily it was just like, because <laughs> we just, just the areas that we clean the mold and it, I was actually surprised how much I'd stripped the, the waterproofing off because you, even when we walked to the tent at night and it was raining and I was like, oh, because you could see the big circles where I'd washed it after it rained i'm like uh oh you know and it's basically just like <laughs> and it was a bit like there was just like this perfect circular round wet patch on the bed you know where it had just where it'd oh. come in i'm like oh yeah i don't it needs to be needs to be waterproof you know well like, the thing is i was going to waterproof it the second we put the tent up but it was really windy when i put it up and i thought i can't spray yeah. like a waterproofing spray in this wind so i'll leave it until after we do the makeover and we went away, it rained, we came back, and we just saw it and just went, oh, Ugh. no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. But, uh, but, I mean, hopefully, we'll, we'll, we'll get it up and we'll, even if we just respray it, maybe if we won't be able to completely waterproof it before E2, but um, at least give it another another few shots of this, that, that spray can. Um, yeah. Should, should we'll fix fine. it, we'll sort it, it'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. So, only Friday. Um, yeah, so Friday. So, Friday, we didn't get up quite as early as we had planned to get up. Usually at Empire, we tend to be sort of at least awake around about 6.30ish and sort of up and got the fire on for seven. Uh, we were a bit later this time. We were just so tired, uh, Oliver. I think you got up first and I just stayed sleeping for a bit longer. Yeah. I just I just couldn't. I couldn't. You was, yeah, you were really... <laughs> yeah, I got up and I... Because I, that's what I mean. I wasn't even making uh, coffee till later and we... Um, that's it. That was the start of the weekend. I don't know why we were so tired. I think it was because we, we didn't stay up late. We stayed up till like one. We were like, oh, we'll go to bed early. And it was one o'clock. I, I think it was the cold. I think yeah. it was the fact that it just takes out of you a bit. And mm. there was also that mentality where I was like, well, it's Friday. So we don't have to rush off and do anything. No. We can get up whenever and we can serve coffee for as long as we need to. And yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. Because there was a few people came around and they were like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, Rowan's still in bed. <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we were able to get up, start doing coffee and everything. And oh, one thing that we changed this time is the charcoal that we used. We used a different type this time. It was really good. Yeah, we we got bags from Amazon and we just, it was like light the bags, you know, type thing. And that's the, that's the way forward. Uh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also, uh, I I want to mention like the mud as well because uh, oh, yeah. it was because it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Let's face it. We no. got there on the Thursday and you could literally put tent pegs in just with your like, your thumb. That's how soft the ground was. And we got there early and I was like, oh dear, this this could be interesting on Sunday. And there were a few kind of uh, there were a few like burnt out clutches and things like that coming onto the field and things like that. It was <laughs> yep. muddy and slippy. <laughs> And then the rain started and I was like, oh, I hope. Um... And that was the thing as well, especially when you met new players, like, you know, when we met Louis and that. And it was that Thursday and it was dark and it was cold and it was raining. You're like, oh, I hope I hope this isn't their like one and only experience of LARP, <laughs> you know, um, which is the reason, you know, if people, you know, if people are keen to come to E1, I'm like, yeah, but if they're like, oh, I'm only going to come to, I can only really come to one. I'm usually like, yeah, come to the summer ones because it's more likely yeah. that you're going to. It's more likely you're going to have better weather and you have longer days as well. Um, so it's not going to be as cold. You know, you're going to get a bit more daylight. I mean, that was the one thing, but we were lucky. Um, spoilers, the the mud didn't really get much worse than it did on the no. Thursday, really. It's fine. You know? um, the, um, the, those of you who have been to Dawn lots will know what I mean when I talk about the ditch in Dawn. <laughs> that big ditch at the bottom of the field in Dawn I'd gotten much worse this time and it was pretty full of water, but just true Dawnish style. I saw it and I thought, we'll have to do something to that. Went away, came back. By the time I come back, somebody had put flowers all the way around it. They put lights in it. And I was like, oh, good, because I think if somebody were to fall into that at night, that would have been awful. That would have ruined it for them. I yeah, think. I think it was actually better that it was full of water and it had lights in around it because that it was the first time I've not actually fallen in it. However, we were yeah. we were on the glory square as usual, but we were like we were closer to the corner on the road on the flatter road because usually oh. we're on the entrance and the entrance is usually that you, when you're going to the loo or something or you're heading off into the rest of amble you take the road the the yeah. entrance road and that takes you past the ditch but this time we were on the um accessibility road you know into the corner of the glory square which meant that we yeah. always took that road down which is which is a way better road to kind of walk down that explains it actually yeah because I, w- I kept thinking I was like usually I'm always end up in that ditch and I've not ended up I did end up accidentally in Wintermark several times though yeah and um, because we were like on the line from Wintermark and I did have that funny moment where I was walking and I was like this doesn't feel right and yeah. someone was like you're in Wintermark and I was like oh no <laughs> yeah. and I stepped over the line I was like oh Don Wintermark Don Wintermark and then I stopped that before somebody <laughs> Uh, i stopped that quickly um so what else did we do before time in yeah so next what we did is we carried on the the makeover that we did with happy yeti to to do our results Mm. and to finish off our filming there so we went over it's great fun again it was great fun seeing everybody there and meeting people um it was it was absolutely wonderful yeah um yeah and then we did a little bit of we did a little bit of walking around, went over to the league for a little bit, chatted to a few people. Yeah, it we saw loads of friends, yeah. Yeah, we just, we yeah. saw friends and then we headed over to God because we had to go back there on the, the Friday to get the rest of our information. So we went back there and 
we were able to sort of dodge the rain showers going yeah. there. Yeah. Get all our plot. Yeah. So we got our plot. We're all sorted. And then basically after that point, we started getting ready until we got to time in. Yeah. And this is where everything really starts. So the, so the, so the Friday was actually one of those days with the weather as well, where it was like, it was rainy in the morning. And then it was like, then it dried up. And then, you know, people were like, oh, it's going to rain before it's going to rain uh, just before time in. And it was right. Whoever, like someone on the PD crew apparently had been spreading around that it was going to rain like just like an hour before time in. They were bang on right. Uh, it basically rained like twice on the Friday. And then after time in, did I say time out? I meant time in, uh, time in. And after time in, it didn't rain whatsoever on the Friday. So we were lucky in that respect. I love how even though it's not time in yet at Empire or at Anvil, everybody still gets the information across in the same way. We seem to have runners with information going to each nation with like the weather updates and things like that on the Thursday and Friday yeah. before time in. I was like, I love how information gets passed around here because like it's, it's like we all get there and we all go, we all look at our phones and go, well, we won't need this for the next few days. Well, I mean, the signal's so terrible anyway, and it drains yeah. your battery, and people are trying to like, like, uh, preserve their their phone batteries as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. can we talk about time? Can we talk about timing yet? Yeah, I think Yay! we can. Let's do it. Yeah. So yeah, time in because our time in this time was a bit different from usual because we're in different groups. So yeah, we we did our we did our separate time ins. Um, how about you go first, Oliver? What did what did you start off with? Yeah, we 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 just kind of that was the that was the weird thing, wasn't it? Like just kind of separating, because uh, we were like in different different groups. Yeah. Um, my so uh, well, I can't really talk about what I did first about explaining what my plans were for the event. So. Uh, my plans for the event was to kind of give a bit of Battlefield Command a go and start dipping my toe into that. So our house, uh, the combatants in our house, uh, plus the combatants in House Mortaire, um, they were all going with me, basically. So we, yeah. I think we had like five of us. In the end, we had like five of us. Um, so my goal was to, yeah, lead the five, uh, five of us on the battlefield, uh, step up into a little bit of battlefield command. Um, and the main, the main goal basically, I mean, this was actually advice given to me as well. It's kind of something that I was like, yeah. Um, but it was confirmed to me by several, um, several people that helped me out. You know who you are. Thank you very much. People <laughs> I messaged beforehand and, and whatnot. Um, that's, yeah, your main goal is to keep people alive right this is like don't overcomplicate it just go out on the battlefield and come back with everybody alive so the first part of my game was literally going around uh and making sure i had potions for people making checking who was coming with us for a start um yeah. and then so i i trade i think i tr basically organized to trade like my fruit straight away for like a sovereign specific um to uh to viridian i think i think we, i literally just that that was one of the first interactions i had i was just like i don't care about fruit um i don't care about money just give it uh, i traded a load of my herbs away so i could get more potions um to make sure that we were properly stocked i made sure that we had herbs that we might need for like venom because it was very uh it was very clear cut from the um conjunctions that come out on the winds of war 
that we were going to go to uh, the Barons, right? So yeah. <laughs> on the Saturday, there were two conjunction options and they were both for the Barons. Uh, one of them was to uh, go kill this Druge commander. I don't think she was a general, but basically she was, she's, she was, she's a, a Druge orc who was hanging out in a, in a Dornish castle uh, to, called Dawnguard, and the mission was to go kill her. There was also a um, a traitor, an Imperial traitor, um, with her and her forces, yeah. and we had to capture them. The other opportunity was also in the Barrens, but it was to go and rescue a group of, a tribe of orcs that we are not at war with, called the Ravin, that we thought were wiped out, but it turns out we're, they were not. Now, the stipulation with them was that they do not like the Dornish. Okay, <laughs> so uh, it specifically said in the Winds of War, it was like they will not act kindly to Dornish yofolk or nobles being part of the negotiations to get them out, right? So it was... However, both opportunities were for the Barons on the Saturday, and because we're Dornish, I was like, we are definitely fighting Saturday. Whether it, either one of those... We're, it's going to be barons and i cannot see dawn not fighting the barons so i was like yeah we're going to be fighting and why i'm saying this is because it's important because if we're fighting in the barons that means we're fighting saturday that means this is friday evening of e1 so therefore i only have friday evening to get all my shit done and figure out what i'm doing for the main thing i want to do this week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i basically I, I i tried to get as many um much preparation as I could done in the first like hour or so. And then there was the uh, election for generals. So we had two uh, elections for, for, for generals because uh, it's, it's usually time for the hounds of glory to be, um, to be elected. And yeah. uh, I can, I can say that after the, after the event. So our, <laughs> our uh, two guests ago, we had Philon who plays Tancred uh, and he is still, the reigning, the defending <laughs> general of the Hounds of Glory. I don't think there's anyone else better for that job, really. Uh, and the uh, Griffin's Pride was up for generalship as well. Um, because, as Phil had said on our podcast with with, with him, that, uh, yeah, the last general, uh, R.I.P. Garavane, had gone. So we needed we needed two new generals elected. So I went to... Yeah. That, so that was important that I went and... And kind of saw that and it was interesting like a year later having like jumped in i don't know whether it's because of like covid or what it was and it was just like the longest dark or whether just the game has just exploded in popularity um and there's more people there but obviously that e1 event i mean obviously because there was two generalships as well yeah um but obviously that e1 event basically the reason i jumped in to to try test out for generals because like no one was running against Tancred for the Hounds of Glory E1 last year. So I just so I just jumped in, you know. This year I think something similar was kind of happening, but there was a lot of people up for like Griffin's Pride, you know. There was uh, there was a, a ton of people in there. So it was interesting like going and seeing and um looking at the process again a year later. And it's amazing how much you learn. Even though it's four events, it's amazing how much more I know about the game. You know, because uh, people were saying things and I actually had an opinion on what they were saying. You know, in my head, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, a bit more of an, an understanding compared to our E1 last year where everything yeah. was just going straight over. Yeah. So it's, uh, obviously I wanted to see that because 
because <laughs> I wanted to basically know what we were doing the next day, you know, to to, to yeah. do my field command bit. Because um, I wanted to basically know, it, it, in simple terms, all I needed to know was what is Dawn's job? You know, what, what, what are we doing on the field? That is it. But to get there from Friday evening to Saturday, you've got to pay, pay attention to a lot of little things, you know, especially if I'm trying to like, trying to figure it out. Um, so it was important for me to go and see what the see what the generals were doing. Um, yeah, and then, I, and then I guess I must have met you pretty much after that. Yeah, it would have been after that, I believe, because yeah. yeah. So timing came, and I left you, and I went over to House Mortar as we had our we had a little get together and everything before time in. So what we actually did, which I was really happy we did this, actually, we all kind of got together in our tent. And once the whole house was there, even though it was time in, we decided that in the tent, we were time out in the minute because we were going to have a conversation first and just go through a bit of a bit of safety tools. How is everyone feeling? who's comfortable with what you know and making sure everybody was ready and prepared to then start role-playing and also give people an opportunity to ask and to question things that they were maybe wanting to do at the event just so that it didn't feel like any of us couldn't go ahead and ask something or say something so it was really nice and this was my first experience of anything like this and I felt I felt really welcomed in the group which was which was wonderful and then we jumped into our in our, our, our IC time and we we started our role playing and I was formally introduced to the rest of the house. And it was also announced then that we would be all meeting back at the tent later that evening because it was officially confirmed at that moment that I had completed the test of metal that had been set out to me previously. And everybody was to come back later that evening to witness my oath swearing, but also to be given the opportunity to ask me some questions. And I kid you not, even though we did all our safety tools, we had our conversation. I knew everybody wanted me there. I was terrified. I was You're like, surprised. what are they going to yeah. ask me? I was scared for <laughs> you. I was like, oh. <laughs> When they were like, oh, it's the fact that they were like, because I, I came and met you straight after, I think. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, before we move on, like, like that that safety tool um, check-in at the start of role play, I think is a great idea for groups, especially like it's handy as well if you have like a, you know, an enclosed tent and things like that where you can just yeah. get together. I know I know a lot of the um, nations have like large gatherings um, and we've talked about those large gatherings at length on the podcast. Um and I've come to I've come to actually the conclusion for me. Um, and Dawn seems to do it this way. I don't know whether I've just aligned with the nation or not. Um, I yeah. don't think I actually like those big gatherings, you know, unless there's something in character to say, you know, because I know a lot of the other nations go, oh, hey, you know, this is how the league works. This is how the, but I, yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm actually not into those now. But I do like the idea of what you were saying, because that's what we do in TTRPG yeah tables or what you should do anyway i think well you know, yeah i was told playing. that's what yeah so that's what it was basically derived from and i remember saying at the end of the weekend how beneficial that was yeah. not just for myself being like someone new to the group but just for anyone really it gives that opportunity because yeah. things change 
as well. Even if you've got a group that you all know each other well, you've all been role playing for a while, you know, you're not seeing each other for eight months there and then for six weeks between events or, or maybe longer and things change, you know, and it's important to have that check in and for everybody to be fully comfortable, especially when it comes to role playing. Role playing can put you in a very vulnerable position. You are you're encouraged to go through so many emotions in such a short concentrated period of time and it's important to make sure that we are checking in with one another so that that was an amazing start it really was yeah no i i, I like that i was envious of that actually um because it <laughs> gives you a good it gives you a good start as well it gives you instead of just yeah. like oh now it's time in it's just like okay now it's game time let's just go over what we're gonna you know what what it is also if you have a group like they should be your safety net as well like they should be your comfort zone they should be your i'm out on the field i'm going to come back to my encampment and i know that everyone there i'm comfortable with you know exactly Um, yeah that's really important yeah that that is one thing yeah it's 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 not i'm not 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 i'm not bringing up a specific example but i know that there are yeah that there are times if people have like their groups and they come back to their group and there might be a load of strangers there, maybe strangers they're not comfortable with, you know? Yeah. That's the that's the time, that allotted time at the start of the event would be a good time to be like, hey, look, I have a problem with this person, you know? Basically, I can't be, I can't come back home to my home base if this person is here. Or, yeah, uh, or, yeah like I need, if I'm, if I need to go take my medication, I need to have a space, you know? Basically, if you see me do this, that's what's happening, you know, and just to just to clear everything up for everyone. So everyone is going to be comfortable going forward, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we we had a few a few few discussions in the house about some things that we wanted to achieve and we went into our, our in character time and it was uh, it was it was lovely and then we then started to go our, our separate ways. And what I did first before before coming to meet you. And I really enjoy doing this. I've only done it the last couple of events. I always like to just take a moment to just have a walk around Anvil by myself. And I really love Without it. Without Godric. Love... Without Godric. <laughs> You're like no. that housewife that just likes it when the husband goes out to work. <laughs> just like to walk around the house, have a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, dear. But no, I, I, I went and I had a walk around Anvil by myself. Um... I had a wander just through the league and I ended up having a little wander down past all of the um, the shops and everything, went past the hub. And then after a bit of a walk around, I was like, yes, now I think it's time to come back to Dawn. <laughs> and yeah, I came back and we pretty much went straight into our, our first our first meeting, didn't we? We, yeah. we headed to our... Um, the Lance Captain's meeting. So yeah, the, yeah, the, we did. We went off to the Lance Captain's meeting. Again, I had spoken to a few people online uh, because I was like, um, yeah, because uh, so the, the person who usually, um, yeah, Danny, who usually leads the Lance, wasn't taking the battlefield this time. So I had been like, oh, no, it's my responsibility. So I'd messaged people being like, oh, yeah, and I'm interested. I was interested in the game anyway. And they were like, yeah, make sure you come to Lance. Come out. That seems like an obvious thing. But, you know, it gave me some, it gives you some focus. We were like, yeah, we'll go to, and you're like, you're interested anyway in that 
in that part of the game as well. That's the thing. We've both got yeah. similar interests in that part of the game. Anyway, so we went off to um, the Lance the Lance captain's meeting. Um, which, yeah, which was uh, it was funny because I actually expected like loads of people to be there, but there wasn't too many of us there. <laughs> there was there was very few people there, and Ooh. I even questioned a little bit. Mm. I was like, "Am I allowed to be here because I'm yeah. not a Lance captain?" And I ended yeah. up just taking the role of note taker. Yeah, yeah. but by the, the way, that's yeah, that's no like I'm not digging at like Lance captains didn't show up. I mean, I actually thought that more people would be interested in that part of the game i thought a lot of people would be like yeah i want to command and i thought a ton of people would be like hey yeah um like new people and things like that but uh no it was quite it was quite a tight ship wasn't it yeah yeah mm. yeah no so like yeah yeah like i was saying like i ended up just like note taking at the back mm. and everything which was quite cool because i was able to sort of absorb quite a lot of information that was getting said and I really enjoyed being there. Like, I definitely want to come to these meetings from now on because, again, it's just that side of the game that is so interesting and that sort of planning stage and not knowing what's going to happen yeah. next in military council and yeah. then not knowing how our plans are going to work. It was quite it's exciting. Yeah. yeah, so obviously, like, uh, like Zoran was um, doing the meeting who is usually, who is general, or the Golden Sun is usually, like, our field marshal was very often the field marshal was going to be uh leading dawn on the battlefield this time again this was before the generals had made a decision but again we were yeah. all very very confident that we were going to be fighting on saturday and we had that in mind um the first lance commander's meeting was basically if you've listened to our other podcasts or you are in fact a player at empire uh, you'll know that the last event of last year the autumn summit dawn uh we 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 completed the objective but we lost a lot of people um we had a bad yeah. time had <laughs> a bad time we had a really bad yeah. time so it was mainly discussing on how do we rectify that yeah. um without because the thing is you don't want to change too much like you don't want to you, you don't want to change what got you to the party right you don't want to you know change up too much you just want to tweak um, so that was what that was mainly about. And then after that, we were we skipped off to military council. Yeah, yeah, we headed off to military council um, pretty much straight away, actually. Um, we head off there and we, we started listening to, of course, that military council. We've got all the all the potential places that we could end up going when we're well, fighting. <laughs> well, I mean, there was only one option for... For dawn, it was. I it meant was, for everyone over the weekend. No, well, <laughs> like, I didn't. Well, we didn't listen to the rest of them uh, <laughs> because, it, yeah, luckily we were deciding what we were doing on Saturday first, which was which was fine. And luckily, because I didn't, I never even read the Winds of War for the opportunities on Sunday because I was yeah. so sure that we were going to go on Saturday. Yeah, same. Yeah, so you know, I'm not again. I'm not going to discuss what happened because uh, that's all in character stuff. Um, that needs to stay on the field. What was said yeah. um, in the military council um we saw our obviously um tanker was there doing his doing his thing um we saw belikov there uh pixie pixie came on the podcast and said he was done with military council and then we walk into military council and who sat in that general chair uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i was like oh interesting interesting um but that was fun but then we had to like because we kept like going in and out of military council anyway didn't we because you were doing bits and pieces so yes at 8 30 that night that is when i needed to head back over to house mortar for my oath swearing 
um, my timepiece failed me. <laughs> so I spent a lot of the event being like, hey, do you, do you have a timepiece? Yeah. Well, Can you, you tell me the time? <laughs> you went off because you said to me, we're in military, and obviously it was all whispers, and you were like, oh, I'm going to go just double check the time because I need to go to, because, you know, I'm going to my oath swearing, which I wanted to be at. And I was like, okay. Um, and you went off and then you didn't come back. And I was like, oh, I don't want to miss it. So I left as well then to find you. Luckily, I found you quite quickly and you were doing something else. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, well, um, I, was... I ended up speaking to someone else. Yeah, you were um, pitching, weren't you? Well, somebody was pitching something to me. And then I started pitching something back to them. And we, we were having a little conversation and everything. And... I could see how smart I was, so I knew everybody wasn't quite there yet. Mm. So I was speaking to someone and somebody from House or Cell, and we were having like a great conversation. And I was basically like, oh, okay, I need to go swear an oath now, so I'll be right back and we can continue this. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then it got to half past, and then we all met at House Mortar, and I was allowed to, you know, bring people along with me, and I was quite surprised at how many people, like, appeared, being like, oh, we're here, and I was like, wow, because the thing is that Anvil, there's so much going on, and I fully understand, you know, you say to people, hey, this is happening at such and such a time, I always think at the back of my head, you know, there's so much going on, it's so easy to get caught up in different parts of the game. So I was really surprised to then see like friends all appearing outside the tent ready to yeah. watch. Yeah. And this is a tiny tent and we all yeah. squished ourselves in there and it was, it was very lovely. <laughs> so I, I'm assuming you, you might've already been about to explain all this, but just in case, cause I know, I know, you know what happened with your testimonial, you know, I know, and the relevant characters knew, but for listeners that might be like, Oh, we heard about how Godric got his nobility and we've heard part of your test. Obviously, there was, yeah. Explain, explain like how what actually happened for you passing your test, like in character and out of character. Yeah, no, I was definitely about to go on to that. So yeah, we all we all got into the tent and everything. And the first thing I had to do was I had to stand up in the middle of the tent with everybody else sitting down or or kneeling down. And at that point, I had to tell everybody what I had done for my test of metal. So I started off by going to the first part of my test, which was to face a Winter Herald in single combat for as long as it takes for me to feel the, the full embrace of the, the Winter Realm. Thankfully, it wasn't too long because otherwise you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yep, I've embraced it. Yep, yeah, that's I was dragging you away anyway. So, <laughs> so yeah, at E4 last year, I was able to face the Endless Stalker, which is a Winter Herald from the from um, Agramant. And I was able to face this Herald off in single combat. And it was it was pretty scary. That was that was scary. Um, pitch black. All I remember were these big claws coming towards me. And then Godric being like, OK, yeah, we need to go now. Let's get out of here. <laughs> get out of here so that was the first part the second part of my test was a little bit different house mortar we face death as um as inevitable as something that needs to happen and needs to be accepted and i was tasked with helping someone through grief 
that was that was it that was basically what I was told to do help someone through grief and I needed to find a way to do that so I was able to help someone through grief I spent I did a lot of this during the the long long dark as a lot of people will, will know um, you can send in character mail to one another and you can have those interactions between events meaning that you're able to form those connections in a totally different way compared to what you can do at the actual event and I spent a lot of time speaking back and forward to Lord Demerian of House Orzel as he had suffered the loss of Lady Emmeline, whom many, many had suffered this loss before. And we we did it in a way where I asked him to tell me his full story. And we had a lot of mail back and forth. I am not going to go into the detail of all this because this is all in character. It was all very emotional. And what RNL actually ended up doing was through these words and through these conversations, she put together a little something for Lord Marion, a piece of art depicting to show that although Lady Emmeline has gone, she is still with him in other ways, in the memories that he holds of her. This completed my test of metal, but... I have decided that I want to continue this test onwards and continue to help others through grief and to learn how different cultures deal with grief. And this will be done throughout the next couple of summits as I have some plans involving Lady Arunel and um, Lord Marion, involving some grief customs in the nation of Navarre. So that's going to be amazing to go through, but... In House Martyr, they were they were very happy and they definitely felt that I had achieved that 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 part of the test and had taken it seriously enough to be to be able to come and swear my oath. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was yeah, it was it was a very intense intense role play moment. Uh it was really cool that you had all your kind of close friends and new family in that small tent as, as well when you were swearing your oath it was very intense um obviously obviously uh yeah uh lady morrigan is very an intense character as well you know the role play was just absolutely on point um you got asked some like tricky questions and i was like kneeling down behind you uh, as you were swearing your oath and the people were then asking you questions and they all had prepared questions and I was like oh I was like and then I was like I have no idea I'm glad they're not asking oh. me these questions because I have yeah no, there was no um, there was some intense questions that I wasn't fully pre well I didn't think I was prepared for but yeah. I was able to answer them yeah. and they were and it's the fact that they were then asked if they were satisfied with the answer mm. and I was like oh shit I hope no one says no well it was <laughs> I mean they, they all of them in that house are such smart role players as well because they all I noticed they all gave you questions that didn't have a a right or a wrong answer they were yeah. they were they were like in fact actually every one of them apart from maybe maybe the enchantresses were like hanging questions as in yeah you know you know there wasn't really a it was it was a what you know what did you feel type thing not a oh yeah what is this or what is that um 
so that that was that was really the really cool. Like you said, there was all the sat the the, the satisfy and all you know does that satisfy satisfy you? And it was like it wasn't oh, just yeah. the earl you were like testing testing you. You were being tested by everyone in the house, which was really really cool role play. No, it was it was it was truly great. And then I got to swear my oath, and then I. Um, there was a really cool bit of um, role play that was, you know, ending Sir Arnell and entering Lady Arnell. And then, yeah, everybody, you know, cheered. It was really great. And um, then, yeah, then Godric and I got in trouble. <laughs> I, I love that. I love it so much. So, so yeah, so because I, I thought, right, I'm going to, I'm going to, because I kind of had in my head that I'm going to, uh jump up and like kiss you right and i was like uh, because we we hadn't with the uh the dornish brief right it's not a brief but like the dornish culture it's very like it's very frowned upon for like a noble and a yo folk to be romantically entwined in public so if if you if you get our meaning it's like it it happens in world it happens um but uh when you you publicly it's not it's not the done thing you know you are you know yo folk are with yo folk and nobles with nobles and if no wants to be with another noble they have to go to the earl of that other noble's house and ask them for a test of ardor so they can marry into that house to be with their their beloved um obviously like we didn't have much time as a noble and a yo folk to get much of that game, we had a little bit of like history and virtue. People were like, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, all the yo folk and the and yeah. the. Also, because our yo folk, our knight errant characters had, oh sorry, our characters when they were knight errants, obviously had everybody in the nation knew that they were romantically involved anyway, because yeah. of our test. And now it's like everyone's like, oh well, now it's not acceptable for you to be together. Um, so, but we didn't have much time really because I I became noble right at the end of E four, and you became noble right at the beginning of E one. Yeah. So we didn't have much time for that, like, oh, you know, uh, that type of um, sleuthing type thing. Uh, <laughs> but I was so, it was so funny, like, just so I jumped up and like kissed you when you came noble, and <laughs> and, and, and Lady Morica was like, ah, there will be none of that in my house. My house. <laughs> you like hid behind me. Well, there was there was no. I, I kind of thought that I was like, if I jump up and there, there's a problem here, I've got, actually got nowhere to run. <laughs> <laughs> because we're in that small tent, I was like, I can't even be like, oh, I'm just gonna go off and do something else now. I'm gonna have to like hide or like or confront or literally like look Lady Lady Morrigan in the eye. Um, and yeah, it was funny because it was like he was like <laughs> it was the fact that don't you you you're not allowed to be with my sister unless you prove yourself, you know, with the test of ardor. So that that created a lot of game going forward as well, which oh. was so fun. It really did, and it was it was a theme for the rest of the weekend, which was which was just wonderful. Um, I was then presented with them um, with my my lovely leather armor with the heraldry on yeah. it, as I could you know wear the heraldry with pride as a noble. Um, yeah, and then we, we headed out of the, the the tent, and I got to chat to everybody that came in. Um, one of the people that had come in was uh, was Kay, who came over and then continued to call me boss for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> it was just like just called me boss, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, no, it was absolutely incredible going through that. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the the yo folk noble relationship. It's 
it's so it's so because it's it's a very un, it's unique. I know we we talked about this when we had like Kate on. Um, yeah. How it is 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 a it's a completely unique um, dynamic of role play to Empire that is in Dawn. You know, it's it's when the yo folk like lean into it, and obviously there's there's a there's actually a spectrum of the yo folk role play because obviously there's a lot of yo folk that are very independent, you know, and don't um, answer to any noble. Um, really, you know, they're not part of a yeah. part of a house. But then you get the yo folk that are, and they lean into that that yo folk uh noble relationship even ones that aren't part of your house and it is it's such good it's such fun such fun role play yeah no definitely mm-hmm. um yeah so we finished that had some congratulations and then we had about to military council so everyone <laughs> that's how long military council is i entered as <laughs> as someone who was not noble <laughs> I entered military council as Sir Arnell, left, became Lady Arnell, came back, and it was still going. And it was still, <laughs> it was still going. Yeah, I mean, but so, uh, yeah, we, we caught the the tail end of military council. Um, luckily, uh, there were people that kind of came and went. Oh yeah, by the way, this yeah, is like, they clocked yeah. us as we came in. Yeah. We had like a friend who clocked us straight away, yeah. and then like came over and told us what happened yeah. in the meantime, the which way, I really appreciate. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is um. Which is such a fantastic uh, thing to to go from like a, within a year to be like we're just strangers just like standing there to now like people like clock you across the room and just like oh I better let them know what's I need to let them know what's happening and I was what's like what's happening <laughs> um, so I can't, I kind of already uh, again I missed the decision of where we were going I was still confident um, but then, so we caught the tail end of it and then we headed off where did we head after that we headed to headed to uh, winter we headed to we, Wintermark after that we yeah. um. Had headed off to go to one of the bars in mm-hmm. Wintermark. Um, so this was um Steve's bar, but I see. So this was um they got a really good setup actually. Um, we have never spent much time in Wintermark, so this is actually a first experience of spending a, an amount of time mm-hmm. in Wintermark, and it was cold. I was so cold. So this was we... the point in the night you started struggling. Like you were, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even that late either. It was like half ten or something. It was. It would have, yeah, would have been about mm. half ten ish. Yeah. yeah, and we we headed there. Luckily, I had a fire on. Had a big fire. They were cooking like dead, like baked potatoes wrapped in foil over the top of the fire. Great idea, by the way. Um, yeah. It was a big pot of chili on. They had good drink and it was great. I got to chat away and meet a couple of people I'd met before yeah. and got some really good game there actually, just sitting chatting to people around this fire. Yeah, so that's it's so I get confused. So it's Hurst Hall, right? Is Hurst Hall, yes. Hurst Hall, yeah, is, is yes. uh correct, <laughs> correct us if we're wrong. I'm Don't sure it's Hurst Hall. If we're wrong, uh great group, great group of people. Um yeah. OC O C and I C. Uh, yeah, we very we, very welcoming, very very safe yeah. place, basically. Yeah, we yeah we went so we went there because um, out of character we were owed a drink. Um, but I went there and then <laughs> the person who owed me the drink wasn't there, so I had to try and get a, uh, get a drink and I managed to get my drink in the end. Um, but uh, yeah, and then we I well we we met we met a um well, I met a Kohan at the bar, um who I continually saw throughout the entirety of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like I saw, I saw this Kohan so many times, and it was, it was, it was, it was uh, funny. Uh, he was a great role player. Um, I don't, I don't, I would actually, I would actually like to know you uh, 
out of character as well. So if you're listening to this, like hit me up. Um, but yeah, I, I kept seeing this co-op because they, they like sat by the fire with us and we were talking about Dawn and the Brass Coast and things like that. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, the glory, oh, it was. The glory and the nobility discussion is always fun to have with non-Dornish people. It's especially like a Kohan who just is, it's so different um, from yeah. the Dornish way of life. Like we ended up with such a like interesting sort of like group of people all of different nations sat around this fire, obviously. And we were there. There were some winter markers. There's a the Kohan who came over. Um, there was an Imperial Orc who was selling things, selling cakes and things. And they they came over and they were selling cakes and we were like, oh no, we're okay, but come sit down, have some food. They're like, oh no, it's okay. They kind of disappeared. And like a second later, they came back. They're like, no, I'm, yeah, yeah, let's let's have food. <laughs> like stayed there. Um, and the whole group of us just sat yeah. there discussing all different things, and it was really interesting. All the different pr- perspectives yeah, on it all. It was, but this was the moment where we were. I mean, I'm saying you were struggling. I mean, I was struggling a little bit as well because basically we were by the fire, and um, we had been told that uh, when we went to the lance captain's meeting, that once we knew the results of military council we we're going to have yeah. a another meeting uh to obviously then be like right okay this is now the plan for tomorrow um and that was at 11 so we were like we need to go back to the military council tent um which by the way is like it's a big tent and it had sides on this time at least because at e1 last year it didn't have any sides on it because of yeah. covid um and it was windy and it was awful but even so it was a big tent and with no fire <laughs> And we were like cuddled by this fire. We had had something to eat. We had some drink, um, some nice drink. And you were, I could see you were just like, I don't want to leave this fire. And I'm like, I, I had gotten to that stage where the cold had hit me so hard. I couldn't get warm. Yeah. No matter what I was doing, I was almost in yeah. this fire. I couldn't get warm. Yeah. To, to, okay. So like when, so this, this, this like prompts like a kit conversation so it does for, yes. yeah for me um i as soon as timing came i got into my that's why i didn't worry too much about a lot of different soft kit this time because i spent most of my money on my armor but i was like you know what e1 i'm gonna get straight into my gambeson and all my armor even though i'm not doing any fighting because i know that i'm gonna be warm and i had a big thick my new cloak from chow's emporium as well and I was like, I'm going to be warm as soon as I get into it, but I'm going to be warm the entire night. You know, so I had gloves on, I had all my armor on, I had, uh, I didn't have my chamber on, but I had my, my gambeson on, I had my thermals on, everything. And I'm like, this is going to be me. And I was chilly. Your kit is way, way thinner and you don't have yeah. gloves and you have thin trousers and things like that. And I was like, yeah, because I had, I put thermal, like a thermal top on, mm. then a shirt. Then my dress, then my chainmail, then my armor. Um, but my leggings I was wearing, they were thin. Um, I didn't have proper gloves on. And the main thing is actually this area up here didn't have enough. So like, like around my neck, my upper chest didn't have enough warmth there to keep me warm. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I, I think I need to invest in a, a cloak from Tyler's Emporium because later in the weekend you actually gave me that to wear and it was quite a big that difference. That thing is cozy. Yeah. Like but like that's the first time I've worn it on the field. But when I had got when I got it delivered, I've been sat in this chair when we didn't have the heating on and I had that around me on this yeah. PC, just like because it is is that warm. So I knew that was a warm cloak. Um 
but yeah, no, I, I think I think next time because that was the that was the moment that I was talking about earlier when we were like, oh yeah, we did a whole packing video and we've still come here and we're still cold and we're still not hundred yeah. percent prepared for the cold, you know. My is the big issue that I had. I think my my chest area definitely. Although I had lots of things there, I didn't have something warm enough. I and and I was trying to get warm. The little hot hand things. I had a total of eight of those on me. Most of them stuck under my chest armor. Hmm. Um, I had them in my pockets. I had them everywhere, yeah. and I couldn't feel the heat. It wasn't very good. And it wasn't until I was breathing, and I was like, oh. Yeah. My like I feel so cold that it's actually hurting at the minute to just yeah. sort of sit here breathing. We need so, to do something. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I, th I think it might be a good idea to because uh, we, we know I've got one person in particular in mind, uh, a Dornish lady who makes very beautiful uh, Dornish style yeah. wintery stuff. You know, um, I need a commission. Yeah, yeah, some, I really something do. something that looks Dornish but has lots of furs and things like that to keep you cozy. Um, that that almost became dangerous <laughs> yeah yeah but anyway we we because i was i was at that point i was like it's okay you like if you stay here and you're like no if you're going i'm freaking going i'm like right, okay that's military stuff i was almost gonna be like yeah. can they come here <laughs> yeah so we went back to the military council tent um zoran was like oh yeah well we've got everyone here we'll just do it here and we did a small meeting basically yeah we we were going off it was decided we were going off to kill uh, this uh, Druge leader, um, Grub Feast was a name. Um, it was Grub Feast. That's yeah. it. I was then trying to remember her name the whole time. Yeah. So uh, and th so that I think they've changed. So again, this like this isn't a uh, a rules podcast, but apparently, so apparently they've they, they've changed a few things with military council and the way they do the conjunctions. So apparently. They used to be like objectives and secondary objectives. Oh yeah. yeah now yeah. there is like objectives, and then there are like threats. So we had the two objectives, which were the capture the um, traitor, who was going to be a human, um, and kill the uh, kill the druge orc. Right. So it was it was, and then there was threats. So there was like tormented souls, and there was a. Uh, a load of ritualists yeah um, yeah, that's that it, yeah, be, yeah so there was there was a ritualists um which was obviously just so they're threats they weren't objectives but they were it was just like they are there um so all i wanted to know as someone leading people on the battlefield was what we had to do so for me all i needed to do was all, all i needed to know was uh, what order are we doing things in mm-hmm so it was decided we were going to... I'm going to cover some of this now because otherwise the Saturday episode we do is going to take forever. Uh, so <laughs> funnily enough, we were only one less army than we were last time. So we were six nations this time, which again is a lot of different nations, which can, it when it comes to cohesion, sometimes not the best thing. Spoilers, it works out okay. But um, <laughs> so yeah, we so obviously we had Dawn. Uh, and then we were fighting with Varushka, Highguard, Urizen, the Brass Coast, and the Marches. So this is the first time we've fought with the Marches uh, in a long time. I think there was several yeah. players, which is funny. So like uh, going into conversations, this is going to conversations, but I'll mention it now. I had conversations on the Saturday um, in character, and there were players that have been playing for quite a while in the Marches that were like, 
I've never fought with Dawn, you know? So I think that's the first time in a long time that the marchers have fought so, with us. Yeah. Anyway, so the idea the idea was that there's a, that we 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 would get that the layout was the field that through the gate into the field, then there's another gate or a breach, right? So that's the narrow little area that we have to punch through. We've talked about on the podcast trying to get through that bloody thing. And then there's the woods. So the idea was Dawn was going in first, clear the field, let everyone else come up. Um, and then I think the plan was, and I won't say what actually happened now, I'll leave that to the next episode. The plan was to get everyone up, get the marches up, and they were to push through with one of the Dornish lances and push yeah. through that breach. And then we were into the forest. Once you're in the forest, if it's an orc in Dornish regalia, kill it. If it's a, a human on the enemy side, capture it. That is all yeah. I needed to know. So that was basically Simple. all the information I got. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. I, that's all the information I needed. And I was like, cool. And the and we there was uh, talks about chain of command and things like that. We changed it a little bit, but I won't go into that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, after that, I mean, what what else did we do? So after that, we we headed back up to you know our area, and we ended up chatting to one of the other houses who were going to be heading over to Navarre. And um, that was the point that I went and put gloves on. Okay, yes. Don't all come for me, but yes, I was daft because this was now half 11 at night. I'd already been frozen to the bone and this is when I went to put gloves on. I'm so surprised we so, carried on after this because you were... You, I like, don't so know we why were, we yeah. carried on, but we did and it was worth it. Because it's Empire. Yes, Empire. We were like, ah, screw it, let's do it. So I put some more layers on and we headed off again. We headed off to the to the um, to Navarre. And oh god, yeah, we, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about in the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we head into the bar, and as we were there in the bar, we were able to witness something pretty cool at Songs and Stories. Um, for those of you who don't know, Songs and Stories happens in the bar every evening. Um, it is extremely important to the the people of Navarre. It's something that is sacred to them there, and you need to show respect there at songs and stories it's open for everyone to come in and to you know yeah tell stories sing songs you mm -hmm. know do whatever basically and we were there watching way and then we realized what was actually about to happen as one of our adonish friends as part of their test of metal was heading into navarre to tell and uh, well to read out a poem yeah and this poem was wonderful, but well, I mean, we, we had some of you will remember, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, well, I was just saying, just to set you up, it, like, so we were talking, we were, weren't talking to him who went in, we were talking to other members of the house, and we were talking about, we were just chatting away in character, and they went, oh, our knight errant is doing part of his test of metal, he's just about to perform, and I was like, and we were actually separate at this point. Uh, you were talking to the other, you think you were talking to the Earl of the house at that point. I was, And I yeah. was like, oh, right. And I was, right. So what were you going to say about uh, well, Jamie, right? Yeah. Like some of you may remember, we had Jamie on our podcast and Jamie spoke a lot about songs and stories, of course. Um, And we saw him sitting there across the, the other side. And he had told us, the reception that somebody from Dawn would get if they walk into songs and stories, into Navarre's songs and stories and stand there and see that they're there 
as part of their test of metal for another nation. And he told us what the response would be. And that response would be that knives would be out. And well, that's exactly what happened. It was it was extremely cool. Um, the person who went for their test of metal stood there and announced to everyone that he was there as part of his test of metal. <laughs> and we stood there. And I remember that side look of, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like you said, out of character, Jamie like told us, like, oh, yeah, you know, like if people come to from Dawn and like test of metal, this is what happened. So we knew exactly what was going to happen, <laughs> um, which, which was possible death, by the way, you know? Possible death, yeah. And it worked out really well and everything because, of course, it, it went knives out and they stood up and they gave this big speech the gist of it was <laughs> if he didn't do well enough there and if they weren't entertained as in then, the navar <laughs> as in if navar were not entertained yeah. yeah by the way songs of stories for people who've not been there is is basically just like hundreds of navari out in a circle around around a a massive fire you know it's nice, it's cozy. Yeah. Unless they got knives <laughs> but, on them. Oh yeah. So everyone had their knives out. Well, all of Navarre had their knives out. We we I swear we didn't have our knives out. <laughs> and... No, I mean it's no way I was fighting all there. I was like, if he, <laughs> he screws up, he's screwed. I'm not jumping in to save him. Well, they literally and they and um so so Jamie like clocked us um and along with the rest of the, the Donish people across and basically pointed to us and said, you know. If we are not all entertained, then you will be leaving um, one way or another. You will you will be leaving basically carried out by your, your fellow Donish. Um, and we were just like, oh, hope he's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sitting there thinking, I hope he's good. Yeah, I yeah, know. You, you could tell, like, out, like, you could tell Jamie had, like, because I, like, obviously I had this type of thing prepared. Um, because, yeah, yeah, Jamie's got a good, a good, uh, a good sense and respect like out of character for the nation mm. of dawn and uh it's all about those interactions um i will also say as well because i think jamie would probably want me to want us to clarify this yeah like, definitely yeah that this was all like in role play and jamie gauged the gauged the player whether the player yeah. was going to be confident enough so don't worry like if you are a dornish person i don't want you to be put off by going and performing at songs and stories no, go do it's it. because yeah <laughs> it's because it was a night errand being brash and being like this is my test of metal and then the, the bar for their culture are just like well no you're not going to use our songs and stories our cultural uh, institution for your for for your test of metal you know you need to respect our customs you know that was the idea so yeah, it was there was there was there was good uh, there was good um, gauging of role play there. Like, so yeah. yeah, I don't like Jamie would definitely want us to make sure we we yeah. say don't not deterring anyone from performing as a Dornish person in in uh, and the that's like, songs and yeah, stories for, for everyone because mm. yeah we had that conversation out of character as well next morning with Jamie where he did like clarify when I could tell he was he was up for it and it was fine <laughs> yeah. and he was he was keeping an eye on it and yeah. everything because it is all about people being comfortable and songs yeah. and stories in particular they encourage people who maybe have never tried anything like that any public speaking to actually use that as a safe place to be able to stand up and do something like that they are very encouraging um 
yeah, but he he did it and he told he read out this poem and there was a couple of little hiccups where he'd forgotten par and as he did that you could just feel what I don't know could only be described as about yeah. 70 knives moving closer <laughs> like around us I was like oh my gosh okay mm. but yeah um spoiler alert, spoiler alert he did he did well and yeah. he wasn't killed by a little Navari in the middle of sunset no no I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure i'm sure the player won't mind us saying that yeah he he did he did a good job and we didn't have to we didn't have to drag his carcass out it was fine. it was good i'm glad yeah. it was, no it was it was wonderful and after that point we did we carried on chatting with that with them that house group we headed back we spent a little bit of time um uh, a couple of fires and then just went right it's it's time to go to bed <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> we, yeah i think we i think we heard some stories from jeffrey uh some songs oh, we did yeah yeah jeffrey's got a, another really good um filk of a uh song um he's got he's done a filk of a spaceman came traveling um which is my favorite christmas song um and just an amazing song and i'll need to get the i need to get the lyrics i need to get the lyrics from him um, yeah but yeah apart from that i think we that was it for friday right it was a good friday that was it that was our that was yeah. it for for a friday yes yeah. so it wasn't massively intense um there were like that there was a lot of the uh obviously there, there was a few people that were still got we went to bed like late but there were still a few people like partying hard on friday in character we the cold just got to us quite a lot right it got to us mm. a fair bit on the Friday, so we we didn't overdo it, you know. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was our so that was our, our Thursday and our Friday there of yeah. of E one. And again, a big a big shout out to all the people that we interacted with there and that helped us out, especially the people that helped out when I was freezing cold. It was really appreciated. Um, and of course to to Steve from Hertha Yeti for including us in part of the as part of the makeover. Um, shout out as well to to Kay who gave me some really awesome sword fighting lessons out of character which basically kept me going the rest of the weekend um, that was yeah that was absolutely brilliant for taking that time out to be able to teach me some new cool tricks using two weapons as it can be a bit tricky using two weapons sometimes um, and also a shout out and um, we did mention this earlier we mentioned Neil but Neil gave me a load of weapons to play with he gave me some axes and some mace maces mace eye mace it's a plural of maces well they were <laughs> they were, so they, were right. they were flails but I know what you're oh, trying flails. to say that's yeah. right it's because I've got the I've got the meme in my head still of the yeah. you know I'll mace you good yeah exactly um, that's the only thing that I want in life is to get a lot <laughs> photo of me chasing some of Rob of you chasing someone with a flail and having it captioned as I'll mace you good you know oh yeah so like yeah huge shout out to everyone there um but I think that is everything for our our Friday uh our Thursday and our Friday I don't think I've got anything else written down there I think we're all we're all good awesome right yeah so catch us next time for uh yeah I mean yeah Friday Friday was a good Friday we didn't uh there was skirmishes going out we didn't we we knew we didn't want to do any kind of fighting Again, the cold got and got to us quite a bit, but Saturday was very, very, very eventful as well. That was the other thing as well. We didn't want to overdo it. 
um, because we knew we had a a big Saturday to to get on. I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to tell you all what happened on the Saturday because the Saturday was yeah. absolutely epic. So we'll wrap this up. Um, I will do actually yeah I'll, I'll may as well just do my outro outro now I'm, I'm used to having guests on now that and then we, know, we right? chop we, we do all this in in editing but i'll just do this <laughs> do this now yeah i mean if you enjoyed this um if you enjoyed this show make sure that you like make sure you follow make sure you subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted uh, if you want to get in contact with us the details are all down in the episode description below next episode we're going to be talking about the saturday of e1 empire larp uh, until next time though you can go check out some of our other videos that we have done with our guests or if you're interested in the larp that we go to empire larp you can go check out another video over there um yeah we'll say goodbye see you later everyone bye bye